Welcome to the shit show of my 20s. My name's Sophia, and I am so glad you're here. I am a 20-something in my early 20s, and I was going through my fair share of shit show moments, and I'm sure there's more shit show moments to come. So much fun. But it's while I was going through these moments, I was realizing I'm probably not the only 20-something who feels this way. So I decided to start this podcast back in 2020, and it's been incredible. And I love interviewing these inspiring people. And I hope that through these stories, you're able to see yourself in these stories. And it would mean the absolute world to me if you would share it with a friend as well as leave me a review on iTunes. It makes a huge difference. I put so much time and energy into this podcast and it would mean the world to me. So without further ado, let's get started. Today's guest is Amanda. I love chatting with her. Amanda is a 24-year-old multi-award-nominated actress and social media influencer. She has a full resume of future films, short films, commercial, and TV show credits and uses this to help advise and inspire her young followers with similar aspirations. She was named one of the top influencers in LA Notes Magazine Top Innovators of 2021. She has been nominated for Hollywood Young Artist Award three times and Midwest Eclipse Acting Award twice. Amanda uses her social media to bring her followers behind the scenes in the life of an actor on auditions, on sets, and dealing with rejection, competition, and other hardships actors face. With her motto, Inspiring to Aspire... Her main goal is to show fellow underdogs that all of our dreams are possible with dedication and perseverance. In this episode, we go into so many incredible things from what inspired her to start acting, how she knew it was time to leave her office job and pursue acting full time. We talk about passion, documenting your journey on TikTok, and so much more. So excited for you guys to hear this episode. Let's get started. So thank you so much, Amanda, for joining me today. I'm really looking forward to getting to know you. So I'd love to know, like, tell me about your 20s so far. Feel free to include any shit show moments we resonate with. Let's start there. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, hello. I'm Amanda. I'm 24. I just turned 24. So I'm, you know, been in this crazy life of 20s for a few years now. But yeah, I recently started doing TikTok about two years ago now. And that's been really, really fun. And that's been the majority of just my life and what I love to do as well as acting and my niche when it comes to TikTok is acting and I've been doing that since I was like a young teenager but it was really really fun still is fun today but now that I'm in my 20s it's definitely you know a more serious thing there's more pressure of I'm an adult you know I'm no longer a kid doing a fun hobby now it's time to really you know start your career and start your life as an adult and making adult choices and Figuring out this world as an adult in our 20s, just also trying to mix in doing what we love and making sure they go hand in hand and we're still having fun doing it. So it's been a wild decade in the industry, but I love what I do and I'm hoping I get to do it for the rest of my life. Wow. So it's been 10 years of acting? I started acting when I was about 13. I mean, I I tell people 13 because that's when I knew I wanted to do it, but I don't think I really started doing it like professionally, film and TV wise, until I was probably about maybe like 16 or 17. So I've been involved in the industry for about a decade, but professionally, I guess really only like six or seven years-ish. 
Wow. And what was it like about acting? Like, did you always know when you were little, like, I want to be an actor, like whatever it takes or like what kind of <laughs> happened for you to realize like, like, this is it, like, this is what I want to be. Yeah. So I, I mean, I share this story a lot. People are probably really tired of me saying this, but this is my story. So I always knew I wanted to do something involving that. Like, you know, everyone's like that, whether it's with a sport or just some sort of passion that lights their life on fire you know you find something that you're just you're stuck to and you're like I need to make this work and when I was younger I was a huge I mean I was just I've always been obsessed with tv shows and movies and just performing but I never had the guts to perform myself like I I always say I was just I and it's true I was so shy and nervous and awkward and quiet so I never ever 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 thought that I would be the person doing that but I I just remember when I was when I was about 13 um and I was just like obsessed with like Disney Channel at the time and I was like I would watch and I would just be like why can't I do that like I want to do that I know I could be good at that if I try but it just seems so far you know when you're a kid like Hollywood is a different planet you know what I mean but I was always like maybe I'll try one day whatever and so I just started really really small and I was like maybe if I do this play or maybe if I take this class and it was like scary (laughs) but I was like I would only have myself to do this with you know but I could try it like I could see what happens and it kind of just went from there I mean people have you know family members that were in the industry or like a just a background where with connections or previous knowledge of the industry I literally had nothing so it was definitely not easy I really didn't know how it worked but I always knew I wanted to do something like that because I just felt pulled to it you know I was never like good at it (laughs) and I that's it was definitely added pressure and added stress because a lot of my actor friends and everything grew up in it and they were in commercial since they were four and I was like this is foreign to me you know but it was just always so fun and I just that's just what I felt I was meant to do and I just always want to tell people like if you feel really like a magnetic connection with something even if you're not good at it or people don't expect you to do it you know, you're going to be wasting your life if you settle for the rest of your life doing something else, you know? So I just wanted to, I was like, I'll at least try. If it doesn't work in 10, 20 years from now, then I'll find something else. But I would hate myself for the rest of my life if I didn't at least try. Mm -hmm. So many good points that I want to go into there. And like having the guts to perform, like, I feel like that could link towards so many other things, whether it's like the guts to perform, the guts to go after a job you want, like the guts to like go, like, I feel like it links to like so many different scenarios. Yeah. So like for you, like, did that guts happen overnight? Or was it like a process? Or was there something you did at the same time to kind of be able to strengthen that muscle? Or what was kind of your like your process there? Yeah, you know, I, to this day, I don't really think I still have all the guts, but it was just like, if not now, then when, you know what I mean? It's like, if I don't have the guts right now, I'm not going to have the guts when I'm 60. So it's like something that I just like always wanted to push myself to do. Now I was scared out of my mind and I still am. Like I have pictures of me at certain acting classes or like coming out of auditions where I'm just literally my hair's wet because I'm sweating so much because it's just like people go in there so casually and it's just like yeah another another audition or another whatever and I'm like no this is scary for me this is different for me so 
I, you know, that's the one thing too. Like I always felt that it, it probably should be like easier or like it probably, I shouldn't probably be this scared, but I was always like, I don't care, you know? So it definitely wasn't an overnight thing. Like I still struggle with that today. And that's the thing so many people think like, oh, it's easy for you or, you know, that's, you, you don't have anxieties when it comes to that or like, it's just natural for you. And that's not true at all. Like I, if I get an audition for something big two weeks in advance for the next two weeks, I'm like peeing my pants every day, just shaking so nervous, you know? So, but that's the thing, like, it's just, you have to do what scares you. That's what I say all the time. Like I try to do at least one thing a day that scares me because, you know, if you don't try to push yourself out of the comfort zone, you're going to be in it for the rest of your life. You know, now I can be kind of a hypocrite with that because sometimes I'm just so like nervous. I'm just a naturally nervous person, I guess, but I just always try to do something because when you do something big or something scary in a good way, obviously not bad, scary things, but like good, scary things, you know, that's what's really going to take you from point A to point B in your life. That could be a huge turn of events in your life. So, you know, it wasn't like an overnight thing. It was definitely gradual that I would be so scared, but I would just try to do it anyway. Mm -hmm. I love that you're like, I'll come out sweating and you're like, I'm still going to go like (laughs) sweat or not. I'm still going. Right. Exactly. You know, you literally just have to be like, screw it. Just do it. Just close your eyes, put your head down and do it. And then if something great comes of it, awesome. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. And that's such a good visual of like when we do stuff that like ultimately scares us, but like we know we have to do. And like, even if we like, you know, show up red face, like sweat, like what? Exactly. Yes, exactly. And another part I wanted to highlight of what you said prior is that you said, I will give myself like something along the lines, I'll give myself 10 years to like really try this, like really give myself grace, really be able to go like full force into this and see what happens. And if not, I could do something else. And the point I wanted to highlight about that is most of the time, like the grace we give ourselves is like a year or like two years, or like, you know, or like a couple months. Like we never have the courage to give ourselves like a good amount of like time right. to actually give that thing to work. And I'm wondering for you, like, how do you have like that instinct of knowing, like, if I want to create something sustainable, something beautiful, be able to create a career out of this, like I have to give myself a good enough amount of time to really see it through. Absolutely. So I actually, that reminded me of a specific conversation I had with my mom, maybe like two years ago, I was working in an office job. I know I share this on my social media, but I was in an office job for about like three or four years. That's just when I like, it really hit me because I was like, it's just I didn't want to and I mean, hey, everyone is different. And some people like love their job, which is great, you know, regardless of what your position is. But I just felt that I was like, I'm, I'm wasting time here. You know, I was like, this is making me money and it's great. And I'm in my twenties. So I should have an office job or, you know, I should have at least a part-time or full-time job that I'm doing something good for myself as an adult. But I just remember being in, in the job and I was just like, I, I could be out there right now. You know, I shouldn't be in this nine to five. I could be auditioning. I could be on set right now. I could be taking classes. I could be moving to LA. Like I could be doing something bigger than myself right now. So that's when it like the time thing just hit me because I'd be waking up every day in the same pattern. And I was like, man, you know, it, it doesn't seem like a lot when it's every day, but like days are going to pass in two years from now. I'm going to be like, dang, I could have been doing X, Y, Z instead. So I had a, a conversation with my mom at the time where I was like, 
like this this job is just I can't be here right now you know what I mean I was like I could just be doing something else more for my career I was like this is my job but I need to do something for my career and for my life and I know she you know she supported me but she was nervous in that way because she's like you know you're not 13 anymore this is a a good job and you should be staying here and I was like yes but I said the exact same thing where I was like I will give myself you know five years if in that five years I do nothing and I'm not where I want to be then okay then I will be almost 30 by then and I will settle down and do something smart financially or whatever we'll go back to the office job life but I was like I need to at least try and give myself a timeline and see if I could do something with this time instead, but it's definitely, that's a huge thing. Like it does not happen overnight. So many things, whatever that is, like, of course, in the acting industry or anything, you know, you're a lawyer, you're a doctor, anything, nothing, success is not going to happen overnight. Um, And I think you have to be realistic with that too. And you have to tell you, you know, you have to give yourself some time. I think if you give yourself a year especially when it comes to this industry, I know, yeah, you could do a lot in a year, but it's just, I know for me, I could be training and auditioning and working for a year and a year later, I'm kind of in the same boat I was, you know, you have to give yourself some wiggle room. And you know, that's the good thing about being in our 20s. Yeah, we're not teenagers or kids anymore, but we're not in our 50s or 60s, we still have time to figure out what we want to do and who we want to be because we're getting pulled in a million different directions. But just give yourself time and don't like be too hard on yourself. That's what I always have to tell myself. Like just give yourself time. And if in a few years, nothing's happening the way you want it to, then change your route and change your perspective. But nothing's going to happen overnight. So just, you know, give yourself a few years. Give yourself at least a few years, you know. Mm, yeah. And also another point I love that you brought up was like, I know I'm wasting time by being here. And I think that's a good sign of like being in the wrong place is like you just feel it in your gut of like, it feels like time's escaping. It feels like I'm not doing what I want to do. Right. Hmm. Exactly. I would just be like, and I, I mean, I love the job and I'm so grateful for that job that I had, but I would like literally be sitting in my cubicle on my computer. And I was like, just looking out the window, like, man, what else could I be doing right now? Like, it's just, it, it's a great thing for so many people, but it's just like, if it doesn't feel right for you, then, you know, you're going to be grown with kids and grandkids and you're going to say, dang, what, what, you know, what if I did that? What if I moved away? Or what if I did this instead or took this job offer? Like that goes for any routes, not just acting, but anything. If you're stuck in a place that you're like, I don't know, I should try something new. You know, you, it's so much better to take that risk and that jump because you could be all grown up and you know, we don't live forever. And you could think like, wow, what would have happened differently? Like, what could my life have been? So it's like always better to live with that feeling of, oh, well, it didn't work out rather than what if it did work out. Oh, wells are always better than what if. So you always just have to take that leap, you know? Yeah. And like going into acting, I'm curious if you like you feel like a high when you like step into a new character, you're like you're starting to do your lines. I'm curious if like there's a high associated with it or like a process for you of like stepping out of like Amanda and into like whatever your character is. Absolutely. It is. And that is the best feeling in the world when I you know, it's like a creative high, you know, when you just feel like you're like, oh my gosh, I have new ideas for content or, oh my gosh, you know, when I book a role or I get something like it is an extreme high where it's just, 
your your mind you know fills with so many possibilities that you're like oh my god it is that's the best thing ever and that's just like it's, there's a lot of risks that come with it obviously and a lot of lows that come with the highs but that is literally like the best feeling and that's when I think you know you found the right thing for yourself I remember I would like you I used to like watch movies and it would make me feel like so inspired of like oh my gosh I want to play a character like this or whatever and I would tell my mom like oh my gosh that just made me feel so like inspired and I'm on this high I want to go audition for these things I want to submit myself to these projects like it just makes you feel like ooh, I, you know so excited and she literally told me she's like that's how you know you found the right thing for yourself because if you feel so inspired and like that high like you said that's when you know you found the right thing so that goes for anyone like if you you know are studying to be a nurse and you're in nursing school and you're feeling like just so inspired and so like oh my gosh I want to make a better change for the world and you just feel that high that's how you know you found the right thing you know but if you're stuck somewhere that you never feel that high then that path wasn't meant for you you know what I mean so yeah that high for sure that is the best feeling ever (laughs) hmm And once you, like, get a role, like, what's your process of, like, imagining that character, like, studying that character, like, making yourself that character? Like, what's your process there once you know, like, what the role is going to be? Of course. Well, I think, it. you know, it's it's different for everybody. And I will say it's been different. I've done different methods based on what character it is and what project it is and where I'm at, you know, training wise or just whatever I've done, like different things to, to get there. But it always stays the same that I always try to research the project as much as I can really like dig into the character, research their life, try to make a life for my own. Um, I always, when I would talk to younger actors, something that I was taught back in the day that always helped me, I always like to keep like diaries for the characters I do and like journal as if I'm in the mind of the character that helps me a ton because it's like so big on the character you're playing is not just within page one and page 300 of the script they're you know so they're supposed to be alive humans you know it's not just character on on paper so that really helped me a lot to bring the character to life and to give the character life outside of the film or the show or series whatever it might be so I always recommend doing that because that helped me just a ton to really feel like it's a different part of me whether you know rather than just a character if that makes sense so definitely that that just helped me a lot I would like wake up you know days I wasn't even on set or something like when I worked on a feature film for like two months or so even my off days I I don't know if I still have it but I really would just do different entries of like what is my character feeling today what is she going through what does she eat for breakfast what is she wearing what's she gonna do after work what is she you know doing in school all this different stuff because then it's so much easier to like dive into them and live their life rather than just if you show like I made that mistake so many times when I was starting off just showing up on set literally just saying lines not knowing anything about this person or like not really caring couldn't even tell you what happens at the end of the film like that's a big rookie mistake because you think you just show up and say words but that's not true at all so it's really just any way you can make the character you and make you the character and just make it more real and blend it in with your life to bring them to life. That's what helped me a lot. So I know that's kind of like generally speaking and can, you know, it's kind of a broad thing to say, but it's just like, 
you can't make the mistake of just saying lines. It's so much more than that. And I think like a lot of young actors struggle with that because they have tunnel vision and they just want to be an actor. So, you know, they get a script and they're just thinking more of like, how do I say these lines, you know, and it's not that at all. So um, that's just, that's something that I always try to do is ask myself, like, what's their favorite food? What do they like to wear? What are they, what sports do they play? What do they do in their everyday? What's their family like? Just really bringing them to life as a real person. That's so interesting because you think it's just lines, but it's just like an entire new life, right? like entire new character. That's so interesting. Like how many things like you don't think goes into it that really goes into that movie. Exactly. It's like, it's a big responsibility, you know, like there's a lot outside of it. And that's hard too, because, you know, if you play a role that you only have two or three lines, then it's like, okay, you know, how is this a real person? But that's your job as an actor to really think of the life outside of just the lines and make it bigger than what it is. Yeah. I'm wondering, like, what's your favorite, like, role you've done? And have, like, any of the roles you've done, like, reminded you of yourself, like, in the role? Like, have you felt like this is, like, like me exactly? Like, this is crazy? Have you had any of those experiences? Too? That's a really good question. I, you know, a lot of people ask me, that's, like, probably one of the people just, you know, are curious, like, what's your favorite role you've played? And it really depends on, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's, like, a favorite one, just because it's just, you know, like, I, I could name so many different ones and there were so many cool experiences. And I always said like my favorite one was like Cassie in this horror film that I did. That's my go-to just because the production was so fun and it was like a role of a genre that I never did. And it was just so crazy intense that, you know, how do I pick another role? But then I think of other films like yesterday, I literally just spent like four hours just watching a lot of old things that I was in. And I was like, oh my God, this was so much fun. Or like, you know, oh, that like, that was so cool. I just watching it back. Like, you know, it's like a proud moment that you're like, wow, that, you know, I'm, I'm just proud of it. I'm thinking, you know, things that I made, even if it's a small role, I'm just like, it's cool to watch back. But uh, there have been roles I connected to. I think one I did in this film, this was years ago, literally, I think seven years, seven or eight years ago now, but I probably resonated with her most just because it was a film where my character was like the only nice person to a person that was struggling a lot and someone that was getting just really like bullied and having a really hard time at school and the character's name was Sarah and it was like one of my very first roles and I remember I would get like made fun of it for so like for it so much at school and stuff because I was still in like middle school at the time but I think I resonated with the character a lot just because I remember playing her being like oh this is something I actually would do and that made me like feel just good about it and made me able to like connect to it more just because the character was like going through a really really rough time and just yeah it was it was an intense scary not scary but just sad film I guess but at the time like my character was the one that was trying to be like the ray of light for this person and help them and try to bring them out of like the dark time so just I hope to be that person in real life but I just remember like that resonating with me just like trying to be the good person when people are going through bad times that really resonated with me but other than that like I play characters who are very like adventurous or excuse my French just really bitchy or you know like just things that I'm like oh my god I've read the scripts and I'm like dang I would not say that and it's sometimes it's like hard for me to you know say some things where it's like wow 
So that, you know, that's when it's, it's hard to like connect to, or, you know, I've, there's been films that I've like died in. So <laughs> that's like, that's an intense process too. Obviously I can't like connect with that as much, but just the characters that I'm determined or just kind to people that are going through it, you know, that those like bright characters, I always like to, I always feel more like connected to those. Yeah. Hmm, that's funny. <laughs> and you can cuss whenever you want on the show. This is the show I That's true. That's so, that's true. <laughs> so whenever you feel called, you can. <laughs> but yeah, but what do you think is like the biggest lesson acting has taught you so far? That's a really good question. I think it's taught me a lot of things, but really, like I mentioned, like the whole comfort zone thing, like I really, I I really chose the industry that I was going to get judged really freaking hard, you know, and really, it's a crazy industry in the way of like, you know, pretty privilege is a thing and it sucks and it's not fair, but it is. And there's a lot of like, you work extremely freaking hard and you push yourself to the end and it might still not be good enough, you know? And that's, so that's been like, it takes a toll on you mentally for sure. If you're not, you know, if you don't have the best self-esteem, which no one does, no one has perfect self-esteem, you know, so that it could be extremely hard. So I think it's really taught me to as cliche as it is, I hate saying these words because you hear it a million times a day, but it has, it has taught me to believe in myself because, you know, easier said than done, but it has, because when you have a goal, you know, you have to really like work to it, no matter what happens, like regardless of how many times people tell, you no, you have to just keep focused on it and go towards it. And I think that's really helped me in other areas of my life because I can audition for 30 things and I might get a callback for two of them and I might book none of them. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just in other areas of my life, whether it's anything with friends, family, other hobbies, school, anything like that. Like if you keep your determination for it, you can reach anything because there's been so many times, you know, you go into an audition and you can be auditioning with 60 other people for the exact same role or even more than that. So it's like, you're always like, what are the odds I'm going to get this role? Like it's, you know, this is so hard. The competition's so hard. And then you might book it, you know? So it's like, I keep that feeling like that high we talked about when you book something or you get to audition for a casting director you've always wanted to audition for. That's an honor in itself. So I keep those high moments as like just inspiration and motivation for me because in anything you do, you have to keep that state of mind of like things are really, really hard and the world is a hard place. But if you stay determined, you can reach your goal regardless of what it is. It's definitely taught me that. It's definitely taught me to stay humble because you are one in a million. And like I said, the competition is so strong. And I'm in Chicago. So the competition is strong here. But in Los Angeles and Hollywood and other huge markets, like it's 20 times harder. So you have to stay humble. You do. You know, you're not better than anybody else. You can always learn more. You are never perfect. You never know everything everything and there's always room to improve so that it definitely always taught me that too you can think you're doing great things and there's always going to be more you can learn so definitely taught me that too like with school that helped me a lot definitely helped me just stay humble and stay grounded and stay motivated whenever even if it's things like totally unrelated to my career but two that it definitely
definitely taught me that there's like, there's room for success for everybody, you know, like just because something is great is happening for someone else does not mean it's not going to happen for you. You know, everyone is on their own timelines. And especially in this industry, it's really easy to get just discouraged when you see friends your age that are working on things or booking things and you've had a dry spell and you haven't been auditioning for anything that could get discouraging. So it definitely helps you also realize there's room for everybody. Everyone, you know, someone's success is not your failure. You can do great things, even if other people are, you know, you have to focus on your own path. And that helped me a ton too, because when it comes to anything else, it I'm now I'm used to like focusing on myself, not focusing on jealousy or wanting to work on something that someone else is just focus on your own life. So it's taught me a million different things as you could tell it really has. So I'm grateful for that because I like when I started acting and my parents were surprised I wanted to start acting when I wanted to enroll in like my first acting class. I remember my parents had the conversation of like, just let her do it because even if she doesn't end up as an actor, she'll have skills for the rest of her life, you know, how to deal with those struggles and competition and rejection, all of that. So I'm really happy that they said that because it's true because, you know, a decade later, yes, I'm still an actor, but I've grown a really thick skin in the world in general. I and mean, it's helped me a ton just with my confidence, with my like public speaking. Oh my gosh, I was so nervous. I can never dream of even doing a speech at school. So it's like if I were to tell eight-year-old Amanda that I'd be doing some of the stuff I'm doing today, she would like just cry. There would be no no like possible way. You know what I mean? So it's definitely morphed me into a person that I didn't know that I could get here. So I'm I'm really I'm happy and I'm humbled about that for sure. Mm, so many good lessons. And I'm wondering if you have a process. Like, let's say you're really attached to the role. It doesn't work out. You don't end up getting it. Do you have a process of like grieving that you didn't get that role? Like, do you have a process that you kind of like take yourself through yes. um, like afterwards? I mean, yeah, you know, that that's happened a lot. I remember there was this one role in this feature film in like 2016 that I wanted so bad, like so bad. And that was a rookie mistake. I put my entire life around that. I didn't care about anything except for that film for weeks. And I would just keep scrolling my email to see if I got that email that I booked it yet over and over that just it became my life. And then I didn't book it. It was down to me and one other girl and I didn't book it. And I was shattered. I was so upset. And I think from that point on, I really like realized like, I have to stop doing that. You can't do that. You can't like make an entire role your life if you haven't gotten it yet, you know? So that's why I always tell like young actors or just other actors in general, like when you audition, literally forget about it. Like go in and do your best and kill it as much as you possibly can. But when you walk out of that audition room or you turn that phone off after your self tape, forget about it because you are always going to constantly be just mentally draining yourself thinking about like, oh my gosh, if I book this role, then this can mean this and I could go here and this could be, you can't think about that because it is a really intense competitive industry. So not saying you won't get it, you might, but if you're only hyper-focused on that, you're going to just drain yourself. So, but there are still times, even when I audition and I forget about it, you know, if I, in a few weeks after that, see someone else booked it and I'm like, oh, I didn't get it. It's still like, it's upsetting for sure. But you have to have that mindset of like, okay, on to the next. Like I did my best. I, I did whatever I could and I 
made it my own and it didn't work. So on to the next, you know, there's like one yes for every hundred no's probably. And especially in this industry. So you just have to, it's one of those things that like, you just have to be okay with it. And it sucks because that's so hard, but there's a lot of things in life like that where it's like, oh, well, you just have to be okay with it. You have to take it with a grain of salt and you have to move on. Like there's so many things in life in your twenties in general that you're like, screw it. Like I cannot do anything about this. I just have to move on. That is the only thing. So I think the process, I guess there really isn't much of a process other than like, you know, you take some time to be like, dang, you know, you have to be mentally aware of like, okay, you know what? I didn't get it. And that's upsetting. And I'm accepting that, but I'm going to go online right now and find 10 other auditions that I want to submit to. And I'll put the energy into that instead. And I'll put the energy into the next self tape I have, or, you know, whatever that might be, you just can't hyper focus on it. Otherwise, that's how you like burn out really quick. And that's how you give up on yourself really quick. And then you will totally like give up on the entire thing, like the entire career. So I'm just like, okay, that sucks. And I accept it. But moving on. Yeah, and it seems like you're really aware of, like, your capacity. Like, your capacity for, like, where energy could go. Like, yeah, and how, like, limited capacity we all have of, like, energy going, like, just draining. Yeah, Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's a hard thing. You can't be hard on yourself about it because what's meant for you will come to you. Whether that's a role or a job or a relationship or whatever that is, especially in our 20s, that's, like, something big that happens a lot in our lives right now because we're still growing and we're still learning and we're still like becoming the people that we're meant to be but you know you just have to take the energy that you have and like you said just like put it in the right direction because if we waste time thinking about the woulda coulda shouldas that's it's just not it's not good for you mentally you know everything happens how it's supposed to happen for you and what's meant for you will happen for you and if it doesn't happen it wasn't meant to be and on to the next one mm-hmm. yeah and is there anything about acting that you wish you would have known in the beginning Ooh. or do you wish you wouldn't been like the same you wouldn't tell yourself anything at the beginning of your acting journey you no, that's a really good question because I'm like a really firm believer in like, like I said like everything happens how it should so I think a lot like people always ask you know you ever see those like memes or whatever where it's like you could either get a billion dollars right now or go back 10 years and change all your mistakes and I'm like I would not go back 10 years and change anything because everything did happen the way that you know it was supposed to happen for me so I wouldn't change a thing but at the same time I think I would probably tell myself to like be less talk and more action because that was a big thing that I think a lot of people that happens a lot you know like when you're really excited for something or you have like big dreams and big goals I think a lot of people you know just like talk about it more than they're actually doing something for it like me I would just for example I would do that all the time like I read my like Facebook statuses from like 2014 (laughs) and I just cringe because it's like on my way to this audition and I just booked four other things and then tomorrow I have a shoot and it's like girl (laughs) don't you know what I mean like it's like don't post about it be about it or don't talk about it be about it because you know that it's like that's great that those things are happening but nine times out of ten like that it if it doesn't work out, then you, people are going to maybe think that you're just like, I don't know if you're, if you're making things up or you're just talking about things just to look cool or whatever it might be. So I would definitely do that. I would probably like keep things a bit more private because I think I probably would have like even booked more or like stayed busier if 
I wasn't just like talking about things and I made things very like public. So that's one thing. But and I think too, I remember when I was really young and I was starting off, my mom and I would literally get in fights because she would say like, you I'm signing you up for this class. And I was like 14. And I would be like, I don't need to take that class. You're telling me I'm not a good actor. I don't need that class. And I look back and I'm like, Oh my gosh, like I would take so many more classes. Training is so important. And I learned the hard way. Like when I was a kid, I thought like, oh, I don't need training. Like there's so many actors that never took a class in their life. I don't need that. And it's just so cringe. I would definitely be in so many more classes. Like I trained with really good coaches and took a lot of classes and enrolled in like awesome acting schools and like Second City and worked with like it was great. But I would still have probably done that earlier and trained more because like I said, you there's always room to learn more. So I think learning more, being younger that, you know, that could have, helped me a lot too, rather than like waiting until I was a bit older to be training a lot. But yeah, other than that, though, I probably wouldn't change a thing because I, of course, everyone wants to be in huge Netflix blockbuster movies and everything by the time they're 16. But you know, it's like, it's a process and it's all about like growing and learning and everything led to where I wanted to be. And obviously I'm still learning, still working, still growing. And there's so many more things I want to do in my career, but I think it all planned out the way it was supposed to with everything else that was happening in my life and everything. I think it all, it all happened the right way. So I think I I probably wouldn't change too much. (laughs) Yeah. And that is a good point of less talk and more action. Yeah. Because it's so easy to talk and it's like so much harder to actually take the action necessary. Exactly. Especially in today's world, social media is so heavy and, you know, people want to, that's just, you know, the nature of us. Like people just want to, they want to talk highly of themselves. Like they want to be cool, which is great. That's awesome. You go girl. But at the same time, like that in itself takes energy and effort to like make this like picture and image of yourself. Whereas if you just put that energy and effort into taking classes or submitting yourself for things or auditioning or whatever it might be, like you could be that much further. So just, you know, you can share things, of course, but less, less talk, more action, less spark, more bite, you know what I mean? That type of thing. (laughs) Yeah. And like, how did your like TikTok journey like come together? Like what, what made you like inspired to like, I'm going to start on TikTok was like there a certain creator that you saw and you're like oh my gosh I should do this too like how did it all kind of come together for you you know so back when I think when TikTok really started like blowing up kind of like over the pandemic and everything I was always like oh my gosh there is no way like you know like it used to be like even the D'Amelios have said like before they blew up on TikTok like it was cringy you know like people are like oh my even like I think Dixie D'Amelio herself was like there's no way I'm getting on TikTok and look at them now you know so everyone had that moment of like oh no I'm not doing that and I have to admit that was me I was like no I don't even need that app I have Instagram or I have YouTube like I'm good and I saw some of my friends like post some things that they were like going viral or whatever I was like okay that's pretty cool like that's cool you could make a platform for yourself so then I think it was like over (laughs) the pandemic I like started making just like random totally weird videos unrelated to acting at all and I was just like yeah you know it's fun but then it was when I later on in 2020 I had left my job that job that I mentioned I had made the decision to leave my job to take on acting full-time and to see what would happen so I started making videos on TikTok just like documenting that 
that, I guess, because I was just made, literally making videos of like, hey guys, I just quit my job to be an actor. Like, I'll let you know what happens, you know, not expecting anything, but people became like so supportive and they were finding my page and they're like, hey, this is awesome. I've always wanted to do this, but this is really motivating to me. Like, please keep us updated. And I was like, okay, if you want me to. So I started posting more like, hey guys, I know you wanted me to update you and I'm on set right now for this. And they were like, wow, that's so cool. You know, show us behind the scenes, whatever. So it kind of took off from there because I just wanted to document what my life was gonna be like after quitting my job to pursue acting full time. And people were just awesome. They were so supportive and they wanted to see what I was working on. So then I started working on a feature film at that time and was sharing updates about that and kind of like life on set and all of that. And people were just like so nice and just wanted to see more. So it kind of grew from there. And I, at the time was an acting coach for kids, just like, like late 2019, early 2020. So there were a lot of people, you know, just asking questions like, Hey, could you, you know, I'm younger. I want to start off. Could you give advice on how to do blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, sure. You know, like I, at no point was giving advice of like how to be a good actor. That's not what I'm, what I stand for, but I'm giving advice on like, how to start or like how to market yourself or how to, you know, what, what is a resume or things like that? You know, that's what I was, the stuff I was coaching on before that. So I was like, why not bring it to TikTok? So people had questions and I would make videos, just um, instructional videos, I guess, on like showing how I started and the motivation too of like, who I mentioned, I make videos of like, Hey, I was really shy and I was this young kid that no one believed in. And I was quiet. So if I can do it, you can do it, you know, just inspirational things like that. And it kind of just like kicked off from there and people you know had requests for different videos or I was working on different projects and they wanted to see the process of that or like auditions I was working on stuff like that so it kind of like went from there which was really cool because I was building this platform of like really cool friends who were supporting me and like wanted to see what I was doing which was great and I was able to help them and just inspire them so that's that's my goal now is like inspiration you know I'm not necessarily teaching you how to be an Oscar winning actor but I'm teaching you how to stay motivated and how to stay determined and reach your dream whatever it might be so that's what I still try to stick to today and just help young dreamers because I was like that too and I always when I started didn't really have like I mentioned I wasn't in a family of actors or people in the industry or anything like that so if I had someone that I could I like I would go on YouTube as like a 14 year old and type in like audition vlog or whatever just to see someone like me doing it because that helped me and that inspired me so I was like, well, that helped me a lot. If I could do that for someone else, that's great. And that's what it seems to be. So yeah, I'm having like just a lot of fun seeing people being inspired. And I've had a lot of messages of just people saying like, hey, I was extremely scared, but I just auditioned for my first thing because I saw your story and it helped me blah, blah, blah. And that's just like the best feeling ever because I never would have dreamed of doing that. But if I could like help motivate people the same way people motivated me when I was their age, then that's like, that, that's awesome. So beautiful. And it's interesting because I feel like sometimes we like underplay our story, right? Like whether it's like, we're like, well, like, you know, I just did this one thing or whatever. Or like, oh, people aren't going to be interested in this. Like we usually, that's what we usually do. And it's so interesting hearing the stories of like, I found this person on YouTube and I did this because of them. And like for you, what advice do you have for someone who maybe they want to start documenting their journey? They're not necessarily at the after. I feel like that's another thing too, like waiting for the after. 
after. Right. Like I need to get to the after before I start documenting. Right. What advice would you have for them if they want to start documenting on TikTok, want to start sharing their journey? Absolutely. So, and that's what I say a lot too. Like I'm super like transparent about this. Like I, I say all the time, I'm like, guys, I'm not like working on a Marvel film right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm not working with Netflix or Disney and showing you vlogs of that. I'm not, I'm not. But that's the beauty of it, I think, because there's so many things of Oscar winning actors behind the scenes with them, you know, or their take on it or their advice. But I think it's helpful sometimes too, to have the perspective of someone who's like at your level, you know what I mean? Now, obviously I'm, I didn't just start acting. I've been in the business for a while, but I, you know, like I said, I'm not an Emmy nominated actress. I'm not working on euphoria or, you know, like all of this, but it's like, that's what helps me when I would watch videos of like people who are on my level or like you know still not like you said like not at the end I never like claim to be this just blockbuster Oscar award-winning actress in Hollywood but I'm you know I just want to help people that I know what it's like to be like at their underdog status of like starting and not knowing how to start so it does tie into like I tell people all the time if you you know want to document it for sure like that's the beauty of social media right now and there's so many different platforms that you can direct and create your own content and post it for the world to see like that is so cool so definitely if you if you have something that you think is going to inspire someone else go for it absolutely I love that like my slogan like I always say like I'm aspiring to inspire like that is my biggest goal I just want to inspire people in whatever career or path you want to take that's my goal and I hope that I could do that with my videos and just you know help motivate people a little more because I know what it's like to be that shy kid that like really did not think that they would have that there would be room for in this industry you know what I mean so definitely I, I say like when you can't you know if there's nothing that you're booking or if you're auditioning and you're you know you're not getting the jobs you want create your own content you know make your own short film or post it to YouTube post it to TikTok create skits create different just acting challenges like that's it's just so much fun but yeah like of course as an actor you have to be smart many times on set you can't show certain things and when you're auditioning you cannot show like the audio or like the your lines or whatever you can't that's illegal don't do that but if there's things that you are allowed to show like on the films I've been in when I've gotten permission to yeah you could show you know behind the scenes or some of the characters whatever if you do have permission to do that absolutely go for it because it can inspire other people and like I said I never really thought people would like care you know I was just posting things to document my own path and kind of see what people would think but it could really help a lot of people and that that's the best thing you could do is motivate other people because you never know what they're going through you never know how it could help them so definitely just create your own content and not everything is going to go viral obviously like it, it takes time to grow like a following or just people to see your videos because the algorithm is crazy but just make sure you're having fun doing it that's the biggest thing you know inspiring others and having fun while you're doing it that's the dream <laughs> Yeah. And what's something that you're learning right now? It could be anything that you're learning, anything Ooh. in your life. Ooh. Man, that I feel like I'm in therapy right now. This is really <laughs> Man, this is that's a really good question. What okay, probably right now what I'm learning is honestly how to deal with burnout. When I was first doing TikTok and I was really feeling really creative and inspired every single day, I would post like three times a day. I would go live for like an hour and talk to everybody. And that was just my daily routine. Lately in life, there's just been like crazy things 
in my personal life, I guess. Uh, I mean, nothing like crazy, but just I've gotten more busy with that. Like I like graduated back in May. I'm starting my new school for my bachelor's degree. There's just been like, you know, things going on with my family. Like my dog was sick. There's just thing I'm traveling a lot. It was my birthday, blah, blah, blah. So there's just different stuff going on that I can't sit down and make 10 videos a day. So, and there's times that especially like with social media too, it could kind of get discouraging where, you know, one day your content is really doing awesome and you're getting great feedback. And then there's other days that you're not, you know, you're not getting great feedback and you're, it's just the algorithm, like I said. So definitely dealing with burnout because I actually, I think right now, honestly, I'm getting personal right here. Like if you check my TikTok right now in this moment, you probably will see I haven't posted in like over two weeks, which is crazy. That's unheard of. For me like I wouldn't, wouldn't go a day without posting so to go like over two weeks I had to take time to like relax honestly and give myself like two weeks of clarity that goes for anything not just social media not just acting anything it's so easy to get burnt out or like feel like you're you're running out of ideas or feeling like people don't sounds bad but like don't care like about you know your video or whatever it might be I'm not saying that's how I feel right now but it's just like there's days where you're like I don't even know what to do I don't know what to post like what do people want to see stuff like that just burnout in general so I'm learning how to deal with that right now and it's sucky but sometimes it like helps a lot to give yourself like time to just like recoup and come back stronger because if you are working 110% a day you're just going to run out of energy you're going to just it's not going to be good for you mentally so everyone needs a break whether it's two days or two months everyone needs a break to like rejuvenate and that's how you come back stronger and that's how you that goes for anything if you give yourself a break you come up with so many ideas that you didn't have before so I'm that's what I'm working on right now like I gave myself a two-week break of I didn't even open the app not once I tried to stay off Instagram to YouTube. I wasn't looking at anything. I wasn't looking at videos or numbers or comments, messages, any of that. I was just like, I need to fully take myself out. And now I'm like waking up and I'm like, oh my gosh, I should make this or they might want to see this. This would be a good idea, blah, blah, blah. So now I feel like more inspired than I did before. But if you're pushing yourself every single day, you're just going to like totally wear yourself out. So I'm just learning how to deal with that. You know, there's people that have millions and millions of followers, you know what I mean? And that's so overwhelming. I can't even imagine how they deal with it because that's something huge you know like I I think on my TikTok I'm like almost at like half a million so obviously my it's, it's less than what they go through I can't can't even imagine how you know how much pressure that might be but it really is a thing like the pressure on social media is a thing you hear you know like big TikTokers and stuff they talk about it and you're like oh my god how hard could that be like you just make videos relax you know and so many people are like oh my god like shut up like it's easy blah blah but it really the, it's it's a legit thing when it comes to social media it is because it's just the pressure and it's the burnout and it's coming up with ideas and easier said than done. I know like when I say it, it's just, it sounds dumb, but it's, it's still, it's a job, you know, it really is. So I'm just, like I said, I'm just learning how to take it day by day and don't put too much pressure on myself and make things that make me happy and that I have fun making. Otherwise, what's the point? You know what I mean? So just, you always yeah. have to just make sure that it's, everything is still fun for you, which it is. So I'm, I'm so glad to have that, you know? Mm. And what's something you do every day that's a non-negotiable for you? Mm, that is a good question. I, I really like I something that I need to do <laughs> every day is just like, I, I always like to have time with myself, because like, it's really easy, especially in our 20s, like we're go, 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 right? Like we're in school, or we're at work, or we're, ooh, 
we're, we're with significant others or we're with friends, whatever. And that I've always gotten like really overwhelmed by that. I always needed to be like independent at some point in my day and have time for myself. So whether that's like when I wake up or when I go to bed or just taking like an hour or two to literally just play, play with my dog, be on my phone, make something to eat, whatever it is, like that helps me a ton. So I always like to have like me time every day. Some people have a self-care day, but I have like at least a self-care hour every single day. <laughs> Cause that just, it just helps me mentally. You know, you have to be on top of your mental health. I'm a big stickler for that. So that helps me a lot. Mm-hmm. Me time is so necessary. Oh yeah. So underrated. Yeah. Like you need, so many people don't realize the importance of it, but it is literally so important for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I have a final question for you. You might not, I've kind of asked a version of this earlier, but I always ask this at the end. So if you were to go back in time and talk to your 20 year old self, what would you want to tell her? Or if you want to tell her nothing at all, that's an option as well. My 20 year old self. So that would be in 20, well, 2018, 2019 ish. Oh, what would I tell? Oh, that's a good one. (laughs) I, wow. That's a really, (laughs) that's a really good question. I love that question. You have really good questions. (laughs) Um, I try. (laughs) I would say Oh man, I would tell myself that, so I I will say like personally, 2018, 2019, when I was 20, I remember that, you know, it was like the first year you're in your twenties now and it's a big thing. And I just remember like personally going through crap that just like, I like was start, I think that's when I was like starting college a bit, I was in a new relationship, which we're, we're still together for like four years now. And he's wonderful. But I remember, you know, like, especially in your twenties, when you start a new relationship, holy crap, that is like, so overwhelming. You know what I mean? It is, especially when it's like a long-term relationship, there's a lot going on. I would tell myself to there, I, my mind was probably going a million a minute, just like at that point, I remember it was just like, I never got to like exhale. I remember during that time. So I would tell myself that like, to have more fun with it because I feel especially when you're in your 20s you yes 20s are a time of having fun but sometimes you forget to have fun because you know you're graduating you're starting a new job you're finding out what it's like to be an adult and there's so much freaking pressure I would just tell myself to make sure I'm having fun and that things are going to calm down things are going to calm down because at that it's such a turning point when you get into your 20s that you forget things are going to be okay again you know what I mean Um, you're no longer a kid and it's like you start to take things more seriously and you realize like a lot is hitting you at once. So I would definitely tell myself to make sure I'm having fun and to breathe, to to remember to breathe and exhale. Things are going to figure itself out. It will. And it's all going to make sense one day. But you just have to make sure you're having fun. Because like I said, if you're not having fun, what is the point? When it comes to your career, your love life, your friendships, your family, your hobbies, whatever it might be, in life in general, you know, in your 20s or in your 40s or in your 80s, if you're not having fun, what is the point? You know, our life is short, you know, not to get all preachy, but it's it's the truth. Like we, no one, we might be here tomorrow. We might not. That's the truth of it. And if you are not having fun, there is absolutely not a point in the world. So just make sure you make everything fun, you know, easier said than done sometimes. But at the end of the day, that's what's most important for sure in your career and in your personal life. Hmm. Right. So beautiful. (laughs) I'm just laughing thinking about like for 20 year olds, we should have like a mandatory like breath work. Yeah. (laughs) I'm telling you. Oh, the grass when you turn 20. Jeez, I'm telling you, like sometimes 
I literally exhale and I'm like, I haven't done that in a while. Wow. That was nice. You know, like those sighs of relief where I'm like, do I breathe? Do I remember to breathe sometimes? <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I loved interviewing you today. Yeah. Thank you so much. This was great. You like, you are brilliant. Thank you for these questions. I really appreciate it. Awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed them. Yes. I always try to make the questions like so kind funny. of enjoyable, <laughs> you know, maybe a little bit like therapy. In a way. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> It really is like your questions. There's so many, you know, some people are like, what's your best piece of advice? I'm not saying that's a bad question, but it's just you went out of the box, girl. You are rocking it. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. Awesome. And where, where can we stalk you? Where can we connect with you? Feel free to stalk me day and night on my TikTok at Amanda Acting. And then my Instagram and YouTube is my name, Amanda Buhs, B-U-H-S. That's me. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love if you can leave me a review on iTunes. Please feel free to share it with any friends you think the story would resonate with. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day.